The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulin Podcast. So can you explain insulin sensitivity to me again? The more you exercise, the less insulin you will need. Did I hear that correctly? A good example is if you have a lower body fat and say higher muscle mass so glucose is going to be stored in muscle and your liver basically so when you have larger muscle mass throughout your body it's almost like there's more storage for the glucose in your body so if your liver and your say your muscles can store more glucose therefore there's less glucose kind of going around in your bloodstream and your blood sugar isn't going to be as high so for me, because I train and I particularly look to try and build myself up and keep myself fit and try and hold on to some muscle, that will have a huge influence on, on how my body can use that glucose and store the glucose. So it's like there's less glucose being dumped into your bloodstream. You were training in the gym before you were diagnosed with diabetes and then obviously you've continued to do so after your diagnosis. Did you notice a difference in the way your body reacted to the training since you became a diabetic? Yeah, definitely. So I often am asked this question from people. It's like, how do I build muscle with type 1 diabetes? Or can I build muscle with type 1 diabetes? And to answer the question is, yeah, of course you can build muscle with type 1 diabetes. Like our bodies work the same as everybody else's, although our pancreas doesn't work. So we have to act as our own external pancreas. So when I was training in the gym, I, like I've always been into fitness and I've always been into team sports and kind of any, any sport really I've played. But I started getting into the gym when I was kind of probably just turned 19, obviously before I, I got diabetes. And I was training as, as you would. I was lifting weights and I was doing all sorts of things like that in the gym. And then I was hit in the face with a brick which was diabetes and I obviously had to take a number of weeks to adjust to this new life that I'd been dealt but it was strange to see how the normal sessions that I had been doing 
even though they consisted of the same exercises and the same reps and the same fundamentals of training I was still I was still adhering to but now because I had diabetes I was going into the gym and my number one priority was first of all are my blood sugars in a safe range here for me to exercise when I was exercising I need to think okay I need to double check to make sure my levels are still at a healthy range and they're not on the way down or on the way up. And then after exercise, the exercise that you do can basically have an effect on your levels for two, three, four, five hours afterwards. So you kind of have to keep a closer eye on them then. So it was kind of like a lot of trial and error when I first got diabetes and then I was training in the gym where you you go in and you do weights and you, you're in a great mood and you, you want to get a good workout in. And then because you're doing weights, your blood sugar might spike. And then you're like, oh, this is taken away from my energy. Now I have to take insulin to bring this down or now I have to do cardio to bring this down. And then you may go out for a run and you feel great and the sun's shining and you're in a great mood. And then boom, like the flick of a switch your blood sugar starts dropping, you need to either have a sugary drink or glucose tablets to bring your blood sugar back up. And you've just now consumed any calories that you've tried so hard to burn. So it complicates things, but getting to grips with how your body specifically is going to react to various types of exercise is going to hugely benefit your overall management and will in time make you more sensitive to insulin, help regulate blood sugars, and not just diabetes-wise. When you exercise regularly, regularly you, it suppresses your cravings. So just like the diabetes triangle that I was referencing earlier on, the exercise part is just as important as the nutrition part, and they're both linked. They're all linked. So if you exercise, you are then basically suppressing cravings. So you're less likely to reach for the bad foods that are going to have negative effects on your blood sugar. So if you go out for a run and you're getting all these endorphins flying, you feel amazing, you've put in a lot of hard work, you're, you're sweating, you feel like you've achieved something, it's great. You're not going to get back to your house and instantly reach for fries or a burger or some sugary cereal that's going to spike your blood sugar straight away you know you're gonna reach for the food that is gonna complement the workout that you've just done you know yourself graham you, you go out for the gym you go out to the gym where you go for a run you're not gonna come home and order a mcdonald's i'm very privy to a bowl of cocoa pops it is my weakness <laughs> i understand exactly what you're saying so the healthier you are in a fitness sense the more you're inclined to be healthier with nutrition as well. And that's so important with diabetes. Also, what other kind of positive impacts does it have? Because I remember you saying before how sleep is so important. Does it aid your sleep as well? Yeah, of course. So a lot of people think that the more I exercise, the less energy I have. It's almost like the opposite. The more exercise you do and the more frequent activity that you're involved in, the more energy you have because your body is working as, as it's supposed to. You're releasing endorphins. Your hormones are starting to regulate themselves as they should. And of course, that's going to make you sleep better too because you're going to get to bed and you're going to put in a full day's work or whatever you're doing and you're going to have, you're, you're going to have a workout that you've done throughout the day under your belt. And 
you're going to knock out like a light. And actually, it doesn't just make you make you knock out like a light in terms of sleep. It's going to boost your motivation, reduce stress, reduce anxiety. And it's just going to clear your head, which is, I think, the most important part of exercise. Even today, I got up and I knew we were going to record an episode today. And uh, it's just one of those mornings. I was just kind of in a funk and I didn't feel particularly motivated to do anything really. And I was like, oh, I was looking forward to recording because I always, I always love recording these podcasts. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I need to, I need to get my head out of this funk before I start recording with Graham. So as much as I didn't want to exercise, I knew that if I did, it was going to have a huge impact. So I kind of just pulled up the socks and <laughs> went out to the garden and did a few exercises. And then sure, 30 minutes, 45 minutes later, I was in a great mood and I couldn't wait to record with you, you know? Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.